Welcome back to the NTU Wellness Podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, bringing you your weekly conversation around Ayurveda, yoga, and intuitive wisdom. Today, I have a special guest, Shirley Williams. Shirley began her yoga journey over 20 years ago. The study and practice of yoga has enriched and supported everything she does to how she shows up in life and who she has become. Shirley's commitment is to living and helping others live a full and fabulous life. Her path has continued to evolve to where she is now sharing and teaching others on how to step into the bigger vision of themselves, showing them how to dream bigger and to live life fully in their own uniqueness and authentic way. So let's all welcome Shirley to the program. Welcome, Shirley. Uh, So I know that you are super passionate about teaching and coaching others on living an extraordinary life and how to bring the practice of yoga into all of this and really allow transformation to happen. I'd love you to discuss a little bit more about this for you and your experience and about taking this in this deep dive. Yeah, so, you know, I think there's many avenues and many ways people can step into an extraordinary life. And I, I describe it as like, what's in your tool belt? You know, what do you have in your tool belt that you can use to live extraordinary? And I, I did an interesting thing a couple of weeks ago where I took a, um, a survey or a poll on social media and said, how many people are living an extraordinary life? And out of all the people that participated, it was, something like 68% said they were not living an extraordinary life. And so I use yoga as one of the tools that remind me that we get to live extraordinarily, you know, and it starts with diving deeper. And so when we start to align our bodies, our minds, our spirits, and everything starts to interweave in that way, we can start to see things a little bit more clearly. You know, people describe it as, the peel of an onion sort of starting to open up and blossom a little bit. You don't know what's inside until you get quiet. And so I really encourage people and I I describe it as our, our little piece of rubber mat that we sit on day in and day out, that three by six or three by five, whatever size mat you're on is training ground for life. So if we can show up every day for ourselves on our yoga mat and we can do hard things and then we can be quiet with that and we can stay connected to our breath we're bound to see things differently absolutely i love that piece about that our mat becomes this training ground for our life and this takes yoga to that next level i believe yeah it takes I, I agree. it to that deeper level sure. share a little bit more about that yeah so you know, people come to their mat for all different reasons, right? Like they're searching for something, whether it's my hamstring is too tight or my physiotherapist told me I needed to stretch my shoulder or my psychotherapist told me I needed to breathe deeper, right? So we all show up uh, for different reasons. And I really think that how we show up matters, right? So you, you can see it on a yoga mat from a yoga teacher perspective. Like I know, like, What type of person shows up and plows through their practice and you can hear them like grunting and groaning on their mat and they're like, you know, they're not listening to a word you're saying, you're offering them a block, they're gonna throw it at you. Like they don't want any help. 
that is the person that is going to take the road less traveled in everything else they do. Right. <laughs> so then there's the people who just sort of think, you know, flow through it easily. They modify when they need to. You can see that they're like easygoing, like they're going to take things as it comes. They're going to like step back a little bit, examine what needs to happen. And so there's all this like personality that shows up when we're practicing and the idea is that we're transferring it off of our mats, right? If I'm saying that your yoga mat is training ground for everything you're doing in your life, then the true practice of yoga becomes the practice off of our mats. It's not what happens on our mats. It, it, it's what happens after that. Absolutely. And it's almost this embodying the practice, which then transfers it into our life, our daily life. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I really love that other piece about when we're in that alignment, that's where we get that clarity into our life, into our bigger purpose, into how to take care of ourselves. Yeah. It's like, you know, people, life is hard. Like people are working really, really hard in life, whether it's in their relationships or it's in their children, loved ones, partners, jobs, whatever it is, they're working really hard and they forget the piece of like, just exhale, you know, everything's so contracted for people that you can't really see clearly unless you get quiet. You know, it's, it's like, I often say to like my clients or my students, like, it doesn't have to be so hard. What happens, like, what happens if you use this block and you lengthen your exhalation? And they're like, oh, well, that's it's easier. I'm like, yeah, then it's easier. Like, wouldn't <laughs> you want something to be a little easier? You know, so I use that. I use my time on my mat as training ground, but then I remember what my practices were like. So that if I hit a situation in my life where I'm like, pushing and pushing and I'm contracted and I'm not breathing that I remember like, Hey, Hey, I did remember I did handstand on my yoga mat and it was easy. I kicked up and just felt good. The alignment was there. The breath was moving. Like what if I tuned into that feeling right now in this situation, you know, whether it's making a decision in work, whether it's fighting with your partner, whether it's screaming at your puppy, like whatever it is, right? And so, but we forget. And then we come back to our yoga mats and we're like, oh, that's what it was like. And then we remember again. And it's this dance of like remembering and forgetting and remembering and forgetting. And every day is going to be different. But then you have to go back and say like, what kind of life do I want to live? You know, like, how can I make this better? How can I make this different? Where am I struggling? Where am I not? Like, and the only, and I really believe this, the only way to do that is to get quiet. And I'm not saying it has to be on your yoga mat, in meditation. I'm just saying it's one of the tools. Maybe for someone it's walking in nature. Maybe if it's for someone swimming in the pool, like whatever that activity is that allows you to get quiet with yourself, with your breath and ask yourself, like, how am I feeling? That's yoga in my mind. Absolutely. And we've really become a society that tends to get very distracted and we to numb ourselves almost and not to go in and get silent, like you had mentioned, and just be with ourselves. But 
this constant distraction to pull us away from that silence or just to go inward to be able to get a better sense of that clarity of where we need to go or what we need to do or just to get better aligned to who we are. Yeah. And also to recognize that, right? Like you said, like we're living in a society that's so distracted. I, I don't know about you, but for me, it's actually gotten worse. Like for me personally, you know, like I notice, like if I have a moment of quiet or I'm a little uncomfortable, the first thing I'll do is reach for my phone and start, you know, aimlessly scrolling through social media, like just to keep me distracted so that I don't feel. And, and, you know, I had a moment a little while ago, um, you know, I'm sort of going to go off track for a moment, but I, I'm a, I used to be a smoker, like in a million years ago, I used to be a smoker and I would light a cigarette if I was in a situation that was uncomfortable because it kept me busy. And now it's just technology, right. Or, or numbing with like drugs or alcohol or any of those kinds of things. All of it is to keep us distracted from feeling or asking those hard questions or, you know, wanting to like, figure out, you know, what do I want to do? Where, where do I want to go? And, and it's so much easier to just keep ourselves distracted. One other thing is, is that with that practice of yoga or meditation, I do find that there, or even working out, I do find that people almost become addicted. Like, and it's funny, we think of addictions as something as a negative, uh, that we're addicted to something negative, like smoking, drinking, or whatever. But addictions can be to something that we consider that is good for us. And we could take it to that addictive place. Of course. So of I've, course. Yeah. yeah, I've known, yeah, I've known people who cannot go a day without actually being on their yoga mat. Right. And that almost turns it into an addiction. Right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And, and especially what you said, like, it doesn't have to be a, a bad addiction, right? Like it could be someone who's addicted to food even like, or health, like an, an only eating one certain thing, or, you know, like, how does that show up? Right. If you're, if you're distracted in one area, where's that spilling into other things? Right. I love that piece. If we're distracted, where is that spilling into other areas of our life? That's perfect. Yeah. Love that. So I'd like you to share a little bit about your experience around really trusting the process of going along your path. And really, for a lot of us, trust can be a really hard one. I'd love you to share more about that. Just your feeling, your insight about that, trusting that, that process along the journey. Yeah, it, you know, it's interesting. Everyone has a story, right? Every, everyone comes with a story of a path that led them to this moment. You know, people, if you're a yoga teacher, people will always say like, you know, what brought you to yoga? You know, do, why, why are you here? Um, you know, or you might tell your story and someone might go, oh my God, that's a horrible story. Like, I'm so, ha I'm so sorry that happened to you. But can we step back and, and look at the journey that has led us to this moment? You know, for the last couple of years, I wanted to shift gears. I had this limiting belief or limiting story about, well, I don't know enough technology and I, I don't know enough uh, of how to transfer things online. You know, I don't want bricks and mortar yoga studio anymore. I don't, 
And it was always like, I don't, I don't, I don't. And then, you know, March, 2020 happened and the world shut down. And within five days I had everything lined up for an online school, you know, where all my classes were online, where I finished a yoga teacher training online with 20 students, right? Like we, it all, we all figured it out because we had to. And fast forward to today, where my bricks and mortar business is closed, the property's up for sale, I've moved everything online. I am, I had to ask myself like, okay, you know, you always hear people say like, why is this happening? Why is this happening to us? Or why is this happening to me? But it's not, why is this happening to me? It's what can I do with what's happening? You know, we've heard the quote, uh, life is not happening to us, but life is happening for us. So if we're not paying attention and we're not following where we're supposed to be, we're going to miss it, right? Like I could have hunkered down and stayed in the bricks and mortar and worked even harder because that's what I know. But the truth is a pandemic hit and I had no other choice. So I figured it out and it's led me to this moment, right? Like to you and I meeting and how we met and me in a life coaching program now and running, um, you know, life coaching and business for yoga teachers. Like it, it is the, and I would never have saw that a year ago, right? Like I would have been like, well, I just put my head down, keep working, keep working. Even though it was getting hard, even though I was waking up every day going, oh, I don't want to do this. Right. But we get stuck. And so if you're not listening and if you're not trusting the process, you're, you're, you're just going to stay there. You know, like I hear, I mean, we all know these people who you, everything happens to them. Why is this happening? Or, or, you know, I can't believe this is happening. And it's the same people that all of this is happening to, but if they're not, if all they're focusing on is the, why is this happening? And they're not moving forward. They're just going to stay there. So there is this level of like, Okay, I need to trust something bigger than just myself and life is happening for me. So can I be a co-participant with it and watch it how it unfolds? Or am I going to stay small with all of my limiting beliefs and all the places that make keep me safe, right? Like the biggest transformations or the biggest growth happen when we get really uncomfortable, when we're ready to throw the towel in, when you know, that's the, that's the place. I'm like, no, no, just stay, just stay here, stay here with me. Just, you know, like trust this. And it, it's, it's not to say that, you know, when something horrible happens, I would never say to someone like, just trust this, you know, like someone loses a child. Right. Yeah. But there's like, there's the other, they're going to come out the other side and something is going to be waiting for them. I mean, I remember that you know, my first yoga business was 17 years ago. Uh, I opened a children's yoga studio. It was probably way before its time. And I really wanted it. It was real, like a real passion of mine. And I, I didn't know how I was going to get there. I had no money. I, I, I saw a building that I wanted to rent. Well, my mom passed away, which was horrible. She was young. I was young. You know, it was just my mother and I growing up. She was my best friend, my mother. Like, how could this happen? The money that was left, I opened the yoga studio. So every day became a gift to my mother, right? Like, 
So if we can find the silver linings, if we can find the good out of something bad, it means that we're living in our hearts and we are trusting that process. You know, you just have to ask and then you have to wait and you work and it just, it transforms as it should. Trusting that process, going back to uh, the beginning where you were mentioning that we can fight our whole time doing things and doing all this hard work or that trusting the process is we turn the boat downstream and we're still doing those actions, if you want to say inspired actions, but we're not fighting against anything. We're exactly. going with the flow. Exactly. I love that. Going with the flow, right? Or you can swim against the current. You know how hard that is though, right? How long can you sustain swimming against something? I know I can't swim very long. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, yeah, that's, that's really cool. I love that. And for some of us, I know trust, and I can speak for myself, trust is a hard one for me. Uh, just trusting that, I guess you could say, hey, the universe has my back. Yes, this is happening for me and not to me. Uh, and that there is going to be some amazing opportunity coming from this. And for some, I know for me, I can speak for myself that that trusting that process has not been an easy path for me. Right. I tried to get stuck in that how part. So how do you not get stuck in the how so much and make sure that you're staying connected to taking a blind action? That's a great question. I think it takes practice. So I think if you spend enough time in the well, how, 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 right? For so long, I talked about wanting to put together a meditation program. I had ideas, I had thoughts. I was like, but how, how am I going to get there? How am I going to get there? And for me, particularly, I get to a certain point where I'm so tired of hearing myself talk about it, that it doesn't matter. I just have to keep moving forward, you know? And, 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 and then I have to remind myself, okay, I'm, I'm going to move forward. And I'm going to speak to enough people that something's going to come up like, how am I going to do this meditation program? I have this idea and I want to videotape them, but how I don't have a, can I do it on my iPhone? I tried a couple of times. My iPhone was crappy. It didn't work out. And, um, my camera was broken. So God, this is, this is a true story. So I tried my iPhone. It didn't work. I got a tripod. I got a little ring light. It still looked like crap. Anyways, I took my camera to the camera store to see if it could be fixed. It was, it was a fairly good camera, but it, it was old, right? It didn't have good voice capabilities. I took it to the, the camera store to, be, to, to see if it could be fixed or what the cost of that would be. And uh, you know, the camera store sent it back to uh, Canon. And it was a default with the camera and they sent me like, like the, the upgraded version of that year oh. with like really good voice capabilities and you could hook up to Bluetooth. And so it was like, uh, okay, now there's, <laughs> right? Like now there's no excuse. Now I have my camera and it has blue Bluetooth capabilities. And now I can videotape because it fits perfectly on the tripod. Like, Stuff like that happens all the time. And if we're not in it, I would just be like, oh, that was lucky. I got to fix my camera. And I would hang it back on my hook in the bag. And 
and then be like, how, but how, you know? Um, so I think part of it is to be opened to that trust. And I don't say it lightly. And there's many things that I get stuck on and many things that, that go off skew and, you know, many days where I'm just like, I'm going to pull the covers over my head and watch Netflix for another four hours. Cause that seems like a productive, good day. But for the most part, you just take that first step and then you take the second step and then it gets easier, right? Anything, it just gets easier and then things will line up and then you'll be like, oh my God, it's working. Oh, this, or you're going to continue to swim against the current. And that could also be the universe saying, "Uh, uh-uh, don't do this. This isn't the right thing. So it's like gently going to guide us somewhere else. As long as it's not guiding us on your couch, eating potato chips, and watching Netflix, then I think we're in good shape. <laughs> yeah. And and this brings us right back into uh, the start of the conversation. The fact that when we get silent enough, that's going to be what gets us back to staying on track and, and reflecting. So that silence allows us to reflect back to the opportunities that could be available to us you wouldn't know them or you wouldn't, or you would miss them if you weren't quiet. Right. That's yeah. You know it, you know, when you're thinking of someone and then the next day you see them walking on the street or you're thinking of something and you get in your car and the radio's playing the song that's telling you the message. If you are not present, if you're not aware, you're going to miss it. You just, you are right. And, and, there's going to be opportunity after opportunity and you're still going to miss it. So you have to like, at some point you're going to get so tired about listening, listening to yourself. Oh, I wish like people say that all the time. Oh, I wish, I wish I could go on vacation. Oh, you can go on vacation. You know, like I was like, I wish I could teach a yoga retreat in Mexico. Well, why can't you teach a yoga retreat in Mexico? Well, I don't have the money. How am I going to get to Mexico? You know? And then you're like, you speak to like three people and they're like, oh, I have a friend and she'll put a yoga teacher up at her retreat center. If you teach two classes a day and it it covers all your expenses, you just have to get there. So now all of a sudden this big grand trip that you wanted is only going to cost you your flight. Like, and if you're not listening, you're going to miss those messages. It happens all the time. I hear it from people all the time. And then you start to get into alignment and you start to get quiet and you start to hear what you want and what you need. And you start to put things into motion. Once things are moving, they're just going to move. They're just going to move forward. Stop looking at people like, oh, but I remember back there. No, we're not going that way. Go forward. You can make this an equation, sort of like alignment plus silence plus presence equals the clarity to move forward. I love it. There's the formula. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> so Shirley, just to finish up, I'd like to know if you have any programs or any promotions that you're running um, through your business. Yeah, so uh, I am also continuing my shift. Uh, I have a website. You can find me at shirleywilliams.com. 
I have a, a 40 day, it's called living your yoga meditation. It's a 40 day program. It's 20 minutes a day, all video. So all visual, I give you a, a theme of the day with a sheet to download for you to contemplate on. It has a couple of gentle stretches, a breathing practice, and then a quiet sit. Some days are guided. Some days have mantra. So repetitive words that take you into bigger alignment. Um, I run a program just for yoga teachers. So certified yoga teachers, it's called Beyond 200. So for any yoga teacher out there who's certified in a 200 hour teacher training, they don't need more training. They don't need another 300 hours. I have a program that takes yoga and business. So it's like a yoga meets life coaching business program. So anyone who wants to like up their teaching, I have that program for them. It's called Beyond 200. Uh, the next one, it's, there's already one in motion. The next one will probably start in April, maybe late spring. And then I also run an online schedule of yoga classes. The, the studio is called BuddhaRider.com. And uh, there's probably two or three classes a day, everything from uh, spinning. So if you have a, a, a stationary bike at home to yoga, to circuit, to I even do a, a Wednesday night evening tuck-in, I call it, which is restorative poses and a breathing practice uh, for you. And that's all online. So that's virtual. And um, yeah, those are my offerings. So they can check you out at your website and yep. I'll make sure that I post that for them as well so that they can find that easily. Awesome. Surely awesome. this has been a real pleasure and a real treat to have you on. Thank, Thank you very you. much for coming Thank out Thank you for today. inviting me. It's been awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your insight and experience. And I think what you're doing is awesome. There are so many yoga teachers out there that do want to take their practice to the next level. And yoga and business has been such a contradictory kind of thing to work with. There's so many yoga teachers that are not making money out there and are brilliant at what they do. And it's people like you that are putting the business piece and that coaching piece and yoga together. So I think that's brilliant. And uh, I look forward to chatting with you again real soon. Thank you. And I also have like, it's, if someone just wants like a one-off, I call it like choose your adventure. So it could be the beyond 200 adventure. It could be a one-off where we're just troubleshooting a little bit. Uh, it could be a three month adventure one-on-one. -on -one. So I have lots of options for teachers. I love what you said, like the business and the yoga, right? Like it, we come into this and if you're a certified teacher, you know how much work goes into it, not just financial, but how much sacrifice goes into like the hours that you put in to become a yoga teacher. Not all yoga teachers are also business owners, right? And, and you are your business. And so I really teach them like there's, there's huge value here and it's not love and unicorns and rainbows and you can get paid for your service and uh and there's uh, uh, let me tell you people need us people need us now yeah i i agree full-heartedly there thank you shirley so much for joining i know our my listeners have enjoyed this this has been a real treat for all of us and i look forward to having you again thank you i'll be here thank you so much for sharing your time with myself and my guest shirley today we wish you an amazingly awesome day and go out there and be your fabulous self.